0: Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the creator of The Bookmarks, and this is a fun little note from me to you so you know what the heck is going on. The show you're about to listen to, The Bookmarks, is an improv comedy. Short outlines were written so the actors would have a plot skeleton to work with, but the words, the character choices, that's all them just making it up as they go. And because this is a book podcast, that parodies book podcasts, I want to make it clear that the authors and books the characters talk about are absolute fiction totally made up by the actors on the spot so there's no need to google is blah blah, blah a real book because it's not the actors are just so good to make you think it is all right that's all I wanted to say so let's get to why you're really here please enjoy the show
1: hi everyone welcome back to the bookmarks don't
0: the bookmarks don't really
1: feel like singing this week
0: Oh, you don't. Mm. You don't feel like doing the thing we do to open every episode of the podcast. Yeah, up. I'm just, you just I'm you're not, not up to not it. Not
1: feeling it this week, Mark. <laughs>
0: interesting.
1: Anyway, I am Markel Bookerson.
0: I am Mark Bookerson. No relation.
1: Yeah, no relation. Um, so this week we actually have a very interesting episode planned because we have our first official guest coming on the podcast today that will be chris welch the uh famous why did you
0: do it markel
1: do okay i'm gonna need a little bit more than that
0: you know what i mean markel okay you can pretend like you don't know what i'm talking about but you know exactly what i'm talking about your sister and i were supposed to go to a movie calcifer's creek and uh, we're not going to that movie anymore, and so I'm just wondering uh, why that could be, because something in my soul tells me that the reason is sitting right you, next to you. What
1: do you mean? Me. What do you mean it's sitting right next to you? What is that supposed There's no to one mean? else in the
0: room, is there? I thought it was pretty clear.
1: Okay, but what do I have to do with Marco, that?
0: what do you think you have to do with that? I mean, it's, I it
1: astounds me. I genuinely don't know. Me.
0: It genuinely astounds me, Markel, that you think that you just have the ability to control everyone in your life and have them operate on a timeline in a schedule that's convenient for you to the degree that you would literally meddle in the life of not only your best friend, but also your sister, because it's more
1: convenient for you. I... I
0: mean, the gall...
1: I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes, I know that Jess canceled the date, but I don't know what you think I have to do with that.
0: We will talk about this later because I think that's Chris.
2: Chris. Oh, Mark. Chris. Hell, Mark. Oh, Mark. Oh, yes. It's Hi. so nice oh, to my see, see you It's today. so good. I was so nervous coming in. It's so great to see you. I was so nervous coming in. And then I, I <laughs> you're so much older than I remember. We're like the same age.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm only 27. Oh, I'm wow. 22,
2: 22 so. years old. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm double. Yeah, du- you're in wow. the, yeah. some of the oh. yeah. later digits. Wow, it's so good to see you. That's great. We're uh, happy to have
0: you. We're happy to have you
2: and your experience on the podcast. Yeah, we're we're very happy to hear you. To to the viewers, um, I'm sure they're listening. My name is Christopher Welsh. You can call me Chris. Um, Some of my friends call me, hey, there he is at Costco again. But please call me Chris or Christopher. I would really prefer it.
1: Okay, we we will honor that here at the bookmarks because we honor each other at the bookmarks mm,
0: doing yeah uh we will be back after a brief message from our sponsors with more of the bookmarks podcast see you in a bit
1: so mark just stepped out to get us some cake from mcquellans and while he's gone i'm gonna tell you about this really cool show that you should listen to neon shadows a noir tale is a dark and gritty story set in the mid 20th century of america in the bustling and dangerous Midwest city of Darkrim, you'll follow private detective Frank Dixon as he stumbles onto the path of a serial killer. Neon Shadows uses immersive soundscapes and compelling characters to drive this film noir inspired thriller forward. And what starts as a grounded audio drama also has an element of the supernatural that creeps in as Frank gets closer to the truth. Available to listen anywhere podcasts are distributed or on our website at NeonShadowsPod.com. Follow us on Twitter at NeonShadowsPod. And we are back with our very special real guest, Christopher Chris Welch. Welch. Uh... Yeah, and uh, if, if Chris, if you don't mind, if I uh, read off a quick what? bio for our, Markel, our listeners, I was supposed,
0: to, I, I was supposed to read the bio, Markel. You can't just take my part of the podcast because you want to do something.
1: Well, you know what? You can, you can, uh, ask him about the book. That's what oh, both of us were book part. Go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. so Christopher was born in July of nineteen seventy-eight. Uh he grew up on the east coast of the United States, going up into Canada sometimes, from what I understand. You would uh you'd go between the states and Canada a lot growing up. Uh you went to a public school in the um Let's see. There's a smudge on the note here. Uh, uh, Oh, District C County in uh, New New York. And uh, your hobbies include knitting, other fiber arts, uh, frogs just says frogs. Um,
2: No, that's correct.
1: Okay, good to know. Uh, Walking on the beach at sunset, and you also like to make pastries. That's lovely. Uh, So we are here to discuss your latest book, The Spy Who Flowered Me. We uh, have advanced copies here with us today, so this book hasn't actually come out yet, but it's going to be released in the next uh, 13 days, I think. Uh, do you want to go ahead and launch us into a, a plot of the book? Uh,
2: I, you know I would love to do that, Markel. You look better than you've ever looked before. Mm. Oh,
1: thank you. Uh, I, we've never actually met before, but I, I appreciate it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you I know. Had that, right, maybe that right. statement would have come out
0: a bit differently. But hey, <laughs> right. right, go ahead with the plot yeah, of the book, right? Right.
2: Uh, right. So the plot oh, no, of the don't book. Don't be so passive-aggressive I'm to our guest. I'm not passive-aggressive our aggressive
0: to the guest, Markel. I love our
2: guest. Oh, sorry. I just lost my choo-choo train of thought. Um, I basically, so the plot of the book, like you were saying, there, there were a couple other names because it was all about flowering and floral mm-hmm. and, you know, I, you know, for a brief time, you know, had a love affair with a florist, um, who shall not be named mm. because she didn't mm-hmm. know it was a love affair, but I wish it was. Oh, um, but I, I, a couple things where I spy with my little heart, um, unfortunately the I Spy book franchise, you know, took me to court over Understandable. that.
0: Understandable. They're very particular mm. about their IP.
2: Yes, and then the other one was A Life Well Lived, which, of course, Nina Simone's estate took me to court over. Mm-hmm. So, in the end, I thought that would be the best name for the book. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't mm-hmm. even want to get in a fight with Sarah Paulson because, you know, she would lose and I didn't want to do that to her. So, oh, no, no, the book takes place about a young spunky you know male apostle character named Gwendolyn and Gwendolyn um, basically is lost in his ways you know he would volunteer um, you know at the orphanage he would take Orphans that were wrongly put into homes and put them back in those orphanages. And,
1: and I, I believe that was where uh, Gwendolyn met the little girl that comes back in the corner. So you're uh, right? correct. So this is, and yes. this is
2: spoiler alert, everyone. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, Gwendolyn uh, meets this little, little, little tiny, I mean, seriously, I mean, small child.
1: Very small, almost the pocket size, I believe that was how you described particularly describe
2: tiny. Oh, more than you, it's like the M&M's fun size, but she, she's actually quite pessimistic, and so her name was Alcatraz, and Alcatraz, weirdly enough, you're never going to believe this, in the book, um, in life, but no, I mean, you know, in the book, obviously it's fiction, oh. um, in the book, um, <laughs> Alcatraz is really a 52-year-old man. And so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they flower. You know, of course, that's not sexually. <mastery> but it, but it is intimate. And after that, they said, you know, would you like to work for the government? And they go, well, let me check my, you know, Rolodex. And then I remembered, you know, I didn't have one. Or, you know, Gwendolyn didn't have one. And, you know, so then, of course, they... Of uh, course. <laughs> you know, they go on this. And so, you know, what better way to kick off, you know, the book than... YouTube, it. you like exotic locations, so, you know, yes, of course, very much. they were flown out to the middle of Idaho, and that's when romance, and, you know, you meet the locals, and you have the local food, and, oh, God, i never go back there. I mean, you know. Um,
1: and, of course, Idaho is where they met the book's villain, <laughs> Senior Dump Truck, remember? Oh,
2: I'm all too familiar with Senior Dump Truck. I mean... That, just a you know. brief
0: question you know i'm just really interested where where did the inspiration for senior Dump truck come from what drove you to write such an intriguing character because the scene where senior Dump truck abducts alcatraz and hangs them over a a pit of ravenous sharks it was a it, what what Markel? what what could compel you to
1: Nothing. I just, I was just going to interject because I don't remember it being sharks. I remember it being a yeah, vet well. of steaming mashed potatoes because well, maybe it was tomorrow after all.
2: Well, and you know, the book has such a, a big mm-hmm. interpretation based on, my, you know, Gwendolyn's, you know, fictitious. I mean, it's all fictional, but, you know, fictitious life.
1: You keep saying that. Interesting. No, so. Uh, uh, where did. Uh, so sorry to interrupt.
2: Oh, no, no. You know, I, I insist, uh, actually. So,
1: where. Gwendolyn is, is such an interesting character who has so many parallels to your life. He also is very <laughs> interested in yeah. the fiber arts, for example. There was an entire oh, chapter where he goes out to um, uh, Mexico so that he Correct. could attend the, the convention of drop spindlers. And that was when uh, Alcatraz okay, ended up meeting... Just pause for a quick moment.
0: Did you read the book? Did Wh- you read it? What? Did you read it at all? Because I'm pretty
2: sure it was in Guatemala.
0: I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Maybe that's just
1: okay, me. Okay, Guatemala. Of course. Guatemala. Can of course, we just Chris.
2: pause for one? I'm just yeah. just off the record. Sure. I'm just Mark, can I just sidebar with you? What do you know? It's,
0: I know that you, you've, you're an author who's written a book. Uh, we are we're really happy to get you on the podcast. Um,
2: what... I...
1: What are you talking about over there?
2: Oh, God, this is so fun.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Um good. Really so, fun. yeah, going
2: back to to when I was in, to when Gwendolyn was, it's, you know, it's, an, it's a book. You know, it's a book, yeah. and they read it, and they put it down, and, you know, okay, yes. You know, was there a wizard oligarchy? You know, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. also, it's a book. And so what? So what?
0: You know? Sometimes the best fiction is drawn from real sources.
2: I... Part- oh, if you know what the trolls said when we were on a mission in Kentucky. I, never mind. What? I just... It's, it, that's part two. It's part two of a book called Just Stop, Shut Up, and Just Don't Ask Any More Questions Before They Know the Wizard Oligarch. I mean, you know, if, if there was one, which of course there's not because we're in a new that's, system uh, and I love it. And That's,
1: a, that's, that's an, a very interesting title. But, you know, I have to say, uh-huh. I think it's very timely that your book is coming out because uh, as we know, we've got this... Um, this is a revolutionary year. And so uh, there's this, there's all of this talk about uh, the government and overthrowing the government, but then also installing a new government full of these. I'm
2: pulling
0: for the white wizard.
2: No, well, I think we need to keep that. Okay, so I infiltrate. I mean, you know, Gwendolyn in the book infiltrated. And okay, so there was a couple more flowers blossoming in the book. Okay, it was, it's a sexual awakening of a 40-year-old, non-virgin, uh, experienced fiberglass, non-wizard maker of the oligarch. I don't, I. it's just so, it's, you know, it's, I wish there was a spark notes on this book. I, uh, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Um, There's some of that sweat again.
0: I am maybe a little uncomfortable in.
1: I find this very fascinating this
0: because I'm sure no, you it's, do. It, um, I'm
1: passionate.
2: You know, it's really I'm passionate about my work and clearly. thank you for asking. Work. And do it, and you it, do
0: anything outside of writing? You don't have to answer that question if you don't feel comfortable answering that
2: question. They know they fucking. Know. Oh, I would like Just to know. fucking test. the fucking test.
1: Are you yeah. talking into your... He's talking into... Why are you, um... You keep talking into your...
2: Sleeve. You trust one 52-year-old disguised in a wig one time because he was small and now look where you are, look where uh, you are. So for our listeners, right Chris is currently
1: speaking work, into his, the cuff of his sleeve. Well, you know, I just, oh, I'm so yeah, sorry. Uh,
2: I just, I had the bladder of a kitten. You know, if it was a very small kitten, almost like a rodent. So if, you know, I, the, so I, I really the, gotta...
1: The, the, the restroom is down the hall... Uh, make a left, and then make another right, and then make another left, and, uh, and, yeah, it's the door with the anchor on it.
2: Thank you. Not a spy.
1: (laughs) Uh, that was interesting. Brief word from our sponsors. We will be right back. Cataract is a highly effective mental counter-surveillance system for anyone on the go.
0: Yeah, you know, as mind surveillance technology has become so much more pre- prevalent in our society, it's really important to keep your mind protected from
1: prying eyes. Mm-hmm. You want to protect them from necromancers, from wizards, from fae, from small European governments, or from extraplanar governments? Yeah.
0: You know, honestly, just a little testimonial. You know, as a as a Cataract user, uh, there was a point in time in which, you know, the Archfiend. Duold, learned my true name, and the only way Mm -hmm. I was able to get them to forget that was to pop some of these in, and it was not only erased from their mind, but it stopped them from relearning it. I mean, this is high-end stuff here.
1: It is. It is. But it's also affordable. You can pick up a set for the whole family. They've got to buy four, get one set for free. It is so simple. It's like popping in a contact. Just go to www.cataract.org. That is .org, not .com. Cataract.org. Use promo code THEBOOKMARKS and get 20% off.
0: Exactly. Pop them cataracts into your eyes and keep yourself safe from any human or puppet or scammer that tries to invade your precious mind. Home.
1: Go by now. And we are back. Uh, Chris is currently okay, in the bathroom. No. What the
0: heck, Markel? Why would you send him to my bathroom? Why would you? Do- we have literally a guest bathroom that is for guests. All the guests use it, and you send him through the labyrinth that is my hallway so he can use all my good yeah. lotions from Corinth that Corinthia well, gifted me. You think that you think that's just cool? You could just
1: do that. That's not okay. I figured that you have the the potions and the lotions and the hand soaps and that lovely incense and maybe that would help calm him down because he seems a little bit antsy and a little bit that's, weird. That's nothing.
0: Potions and the lotions and hand soups and incense are for me to feel better okay, about fine. myself when I'm taking various baths and soaks and maybe crying sometimes in there because, hey, sometimes you gotta let it all out. And it's for you to use up those resources for, for this guy who's. Surely Who like,
1: those resources aren't working for you because you are taking out a lot of your anger on me right now. Maybe you should go take a bath. Maybe
0: I'm taking out a lot of my anger on you because I'm angry with you, Marco. But you know what? Maybe you're not our number one priority right now. So how about we focus up just a little bit, yeah? Fine fine he's a totally a spy right like he just kept saying the stuff about the non-fiction and fiction and it's totally it's totally real right like that has to be i'm pretty sure i saw him at a weird meeting with my dad who had a meeting with some like foreign oligarchs and he was just kind of standing there ominously in the back yeah
1: yeah yeah you know now that i think on it there was okay in the in the spirit of honesty I did do a temp job for the CIA two years ago. It was no you big did a deal. It was temp just. Job for it, who? Was, it was for the CIA. It was no big deal. It was literally that's running coffee. Pretty, that's an inherently
0: it was, big deal. It's the CIA, Markel. It,
1: first of all, it was just getting coffee and mail. And second of all, they made me sign an NDA. I guess the coffee recipes are really hush hush. But I did well, it for you
0: all the time. Literally on like a weekly basis. Yeah. And but you he-
1: couldn't. Not with the United States government. Not when it's in the middle of a revolutionary period, you with don't. With my mom! Okay, anyway, so when I was running coffee, sometimes I would give it to people and they would be talking and they wouldn't really realize I was there because who pays attention to the tips? And they were talking about how in the United States, typically spies, when they're walking around talking to HQ, they talk into a microphone in the lapel of their shirt, right? But in Canada, they do it in the cuffs of their sleeves.
0: Oh my gosh. And if oh I remember...
1: If you remember, there was that whole section about how uh, his uh, quote-unquote fictional character goes between Canada and the United, States, the United States to oh do spy gosh. work, and I'm pretty sure that this oh might gosh. actually it be a Canadian spy. So brains right? and Whoa. bronze.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Oh my God. Whoa! Is what I would say if you had brains and bronze, but just seeming Whoa. brains is the vibe I was picking Hey, the you're world. back
0: from the bathroom, oh, Chris, and through the window Very that is multiple stories quietly. up on the
2: street. So you know now that everything's a fraud. The voice, the glasses, okay, they're from Claire's summer sale, none of your business. Yes, the Chris Welsh you know is, is a character that I had to make up to get in this what room because quite frankly, I need you
1: What, it, what,
0: what, what do you need uh, us you, for? Why would you need us?
2: My fictitious story is non-fiction. Oh my god. It was about me. I did those things to the orphans. Oh my god! I killed everyone in those stories that's dead. I killed them. You really killed Alcatraz? Alka, yeah, I did. Oh my god. They just knew too much. And see, then I went away because, you know, of the relations and the wizards and the oligarch and the magic and, you know, I, I just wanted to do drywalling for the rest of my life. That's all I wanted to do the blog on a couple of senior citizens and help those orphans get back to the orphanage I, I didn't expect this life but now I need you I mean of course I assume I'll be staying here because I why' you know, would I let you stay here don't, I'm kind of in between places right now but
1: why should we believe
0: you?
2: You interned at the CIA, Okay, correct? so you're just
1: telling people that now, Markel? Like, how does this guy know that? I did not tell him that. No, no. Like I said, I signed an NDA.
2: And you also didn't tell anyone about Deneen, Hmm? Your former lover.
0: Your former lover? Oh my
2: god. Sadly, Denine passed away shortly after you what? left Dineen? the CIA due to a... Saturday shrimp tempura accident. No,
1: she was always allergic. You were in a relationship and you didn't tell me? It was just a fling. It was just over the summer.
2: Well, it was a fling, but that tempura flinged right into her throat where she couldn't breathe. Oh Oh, my God. You fell in love, but she fell harder to the ground. Oh, no. So, Markel, when I knew about your background to interning, I realized, well, who do you not have to pay, but they'll do all the work for you? Interns, of course! So that's how I decided to write a book within a day, make it nonfiction, knowing that I'd be the most successful person on your podcast, and I knew the two of you were clearly such a good team, and now there's a new CIA rule called leave someone in the apartment, basically you can't go on a mission alone what you have to do is you have to have someone that has a similar name to you and of course everyone i knew you know had to be executed so i thought that you two would be perfect what i need you to do is i need you to go out the back door i want you to walk backwards walk forwards to the right to the left do the cha-cha slide and then i want you to go all the way down to the playground and say we don't have children we like to swing there if no one responds Go over to the swing, dig underneath the swing set. You might find, um, it's almost like one of those tiny earrings that a girl in her 20s loses at a party and is like, Oh my god, I don't know where it is. Find that, okay? Okay. Then go to the Walmart and exchange it. And if they say we don't know why you're here, be like, No, 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 no. The, you know, we were told this is our mission. That's code word for it's your mission. So assuming all of that goes well, you just come back and we'll have a little chat, and I'm sure it'll all work out. <laughs> Ah. I mean, no, it'll totally work out. It's very fine. It's normal. Just go. Go. You need to leave and just go out for a while.
1: Uh, all right. I don't know. this, This smells fishy to me.
2: And Markel, you'll keep in mind this later. The journey left is not always the journey right. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. What does that mean? Oh, my God.
0: Mark I don't understand anything that's
2: happening right now.
1: Mark this is this is dead serious. That 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 no this what he just said mm-mm. and I'll
2: wait right here till you get back.
1: Now go. I don't oh remember if you said it was
0: under the swing set or under Well, the try s- to remember. Oh. You're the person who's apparently an intern for the CIA and in love with someone named Deneen or something. So, I don't know, pull on your training. Remember, you're, you're in orders.
1: Get her name out of your mouth, okay? It's
0: mighty aggressive for you, Markel. What, are you going to use your I CIA kung fu on me? That,
1: no, I'm not going to kung fu you, Mark. I just... I, I'm I'm still in shock about learning about Deneen, okay? I just, I don't want to talk about that right now. We just, we just need to find this. Okay, well then, yeah, just focus hearing. on,
0: just dig faster or harder. I don't know, okay?
1: It's just dig. S- damp on, it's, it's moist. Disgusting. Oh, God.
0: Oh, it's literally, oh, is this, no, it's a paper clip.
1: Maybe I might have, a... oh, it's, it's just a candy wrapper candy wrapper? How what? hard is it to find How does a, a candy wrapper
0: look like an earring to you? It was
1: shiny, okay?
0: It was a shiny candy wrapper? It was a shiny candy wrapper at this point of time in the day, Markel? The sun we can't even see through the trees. So how is it shining of a candy wrapper? How does okay, it make sense to Okay, I'm a little bit stressed
1: out and I'm a little bit frustrated, okay? So maybe I'm having a hard time You're
0: focusing. stressed out? You're frustrated, Markel? You're yeah. the one that's frustrated? Yeah, I am. What could you possibly have to be frustrated about?
1: What could just possibly the fact that be I just making found you out upset that Somebody right that I cared about just died of a terrible tempura? Well, if you cared
0: about them so much, you should have stayed in contact, probably, right?
1: I didn't know that. If you know cared she so much, they weren't just tempura. a summer fling. God, I, well, it was just a summer fling, but to just find out that somebody died in a tragic way, it changes things.
0: Oh, does it? Does it change things? Now, I love how things just always are changing for you, Marco. How you feel about things is always changing. I love that so much.
1: Why can't you just... Oh, my God. Just look for the damn earring, okay? I don't want to talk about this right now.
0: No, no. I do want to talk about this, Markel. I've been dying to talk about this for a really long time now because I just just don't understand... How you don't understand how it hurts me to know that my best friend in the entire world just thinks I can't function in a relationship, that I'm just gonna gonna ruin whoever That's I'm not with. That's what I said. That is not- it's literally what you said to me. That's exactly what you said. You said you don't want me to get into a relationship with your sister because you didn't want me to break her. Those are the words you used. It's
1: the fact that you were just in this long term relationship with Berlin and you only stop being in a relationship with her. A few months ago, five months ago, exactly five months ago, you were about to propose to her. She was your first serious relationship. All you would ever talk about was Berlin. And I wasn't confident that five months was enough time for you to get over her without hurting my
0: sister. It's not your decision to make whether or not that is enough time for me.
1: You're not me. You don't get to control that. I don't I feel like you are in a good place mentally to jump into a relationship, a serious relationship, with anybody, let alone with my sister. That's
0: not your decision to make, Markel, because even though I appreciate the input, I am an adult and I can make decisions for myself. And the fact that you would go so far as to sabotage my date with your sister speaks so terribly to how you think about me.
1: What are you talking about sabotaging? Sabotage what? What the hell are you to- The date, that date that you didn't go on with my sister? You know why you didn't go on it? It's because she canceled. She canceled on you, because you were being such a jerk. What? Yeah, her word was skeevy, okay? She said that you made her feel like this whole date situation was skeevy, okay? I, Jess has had a crush on you for years, man. Since she first clapped eyes on you. She has adored you. And all I ever hear is about how wonderful you are. And you are. You're a wonderful person. But... I was so worried that you were going to hurt my sister, and then you ended up hurting her anyway. Jess is my heart, okay? Okay. If you break her, you break my heart, too.
0: Look, Markel, I... I'm genuinely very sorry for how I treated Jess, and that was not okay, and I shouldn't have done that. That was very wrong of me. But I also think it is not fair that we walk away from this conversation without you acknowledging how hurtful it was, and the only reason I would even begin to do that because you just felt that I was so dysfunctional of a person that I could not operate in a relationship because the words you said were that you didn't want me to break your sister and that was very hurtful, Markel. That hurt me. And I shouldn't have hurt your sister as a response. But that does not change the fact that what you said hurt me.
1: I didn't mean to hurt you. I really didn't. You know, sometimes I get a little... I get a little... passionate. And that's not an excuse. Yeah. And to be honest, I've spent the last week angry. But... I've also been feeling a little bit guilty. Because you're right, I shouldn't have said those words. I... I was so worried about this happening that... It's like I made it a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Yeah, and... And like I said I, what I did with Jess was was completely wrong and I was being a jerk and she has every right to cancel her date with me and never talk to me again if she doesn't want to and I get that that's what I, I did
1: don't, I don't Mark I don't think I don't think she'll never talk to you again okay I just I don't I don't know you're a good person just show her who you really are Thank you
0: for that. Can we like hug it out now and like stop fighting and start being like Mark and Markel Bookerson, no relation, but like in a fun way and not in like a
1: upsetting <laughs> we're not friends way. I would really, I would really, really okay, like bring that. It in, actually,
0: actually. Wait, I'm getting a getting a phone call. Why is it's Chris? Hello?
1: Hi, this is
2: Christopher Welsh, known for my famous saying, I've never been married, but I feel divorced. <laughs> How are hey, yeah, you?
0: I'm, I'm super sorry. We're, we're looking for the earring, and we're having a really hard time finding is it. Chris? It's Chris. Yeah, I'll put it on speaker. Okay. Look, we, we can't find it, OK? We've, yeah. we've dug for so yeah, long, Yeah, we've been and it's looking all over. Here. We can't find whoa, it.
2: Whoa. Whoa, slow your rolls. I feel like I'm in the yarn society again. I was calling because unfortunately, I, I know I missed our appointment. I was just taking one of those little orphans back to the orphanage and I had to pull a couple plugs. You know, I mean, you read the book. Wait, um, wait, wait. But wait, who's in you... my
0: apartment then? If, if what are you're... you? Because you were on the podcast. We were just talking.
2: <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god, what? Oh god, Alcatraz, you son of a bitch. Alcatraz didn't die, that's the fiction part of the book. Alcatraz is a live master of disguises. Wait. I don't know if Alcatraz is 50 or 10, but an orphan I know and I saved him, thank God. Alcatraz was always jealous, always went rogue because you know of the orphanage and it was determined to get back at me. One time he dressed up as me and we made tender love. I didn't realize until halfway through that it wasn't me. That's how good Alcatraz is.
1: Oh
2: my god. Alcatraz was in the CIA with me. We were there for years. Me, him, and I don't know if you're familiar with this girl, Denine, but <gasps> she was there too.
0: How does he know Denine?
2: How does everyone know this person? If you have anyone connected to Tempora Denine or anyone that worked with me at the CIA, I suggest they're here to get you. Go, go before they do. We gotta go.
0: Yeah, bye. Uh, uh, just check around. I, he could be anywhere. Okay, uh, They're a master um, of disguise or something? Yeah, so, he's a master of disguise, so he could
1: be... He could literally I'm just going to start breaking uh, cups. So I'm just going to break things, okay? I'll check the
0: couch. And if it's broken, I'll just like replace it or something. But just <laughs> ev- break everything, okay? Because okay. nothing's safe now. Nothing is sacred. Um,
1: okay.
0: Oh, not that. I like that, actually. I like that one a lot. Oh,
1: oh okay. Okay, okay. I'll just set this one down. Okay, Thank you. Sorry.
0: I appreciate that.
1: I'm going to check the other rooms. I'm going to check the gas bathroom and your bathroom. Okay. Okay. And, uh... uh I don't see him.
0: Okay, he's not there. Cause I feel like you would know. I feel like if you know he's not there, he's not there.
1: Yeah, he's definitely not in here. Oh, Okay,
0: okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's great. That's really good. <sighs> it's kind of
1: scary though. Uh, I mean, I I gotta I gotta say though, I am I am a little bit worried because that that thing that he said about the journey left is not the journey right. Like that is that is serious. That is serious business, and I I I. I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a bit compromised. I think, um, I think I need to go home and just, just, um, yeah, just pull the curtains and turn off my phone hey, for hey, a bit. And, and look, and what? look,
0: if what? anything happens, I'm right here. You know, I don't know any martial yeah. arts or anything, but, you know, <laughs> I got a wicked left hook with the frying pan, so...
1: Yeah, you do, that you do. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, right. I'm, I'm gonna go... Yeah.
0: all right, be safe, okay? <sighs> man that was crazy like a real spy only one thing left for me to do here goes nothing Hey, hey, Jess, it's, uh, it's Mark. I, no, no, um, it's totally cool. It's fine. Um, I, I get it. I get it. Right. I was totally being a jerk and, and I'm really sorry. And that, no, that's, that's very sweet. Um, but, but look, I, um, I would really love to give this another try, uh, earnestly this time, uh, no games, no jokes, no or any of that. So if we could Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Um that sounds wonderful. We'll get like tea or go read comics together or both. I don't Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll uh I'll see you then. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Starring the vocal talents of mark bookerson as
1: cody smith markel bookerson played by virginia lee our podcast is supported by people like you you can support us and other shows made by wgc by subscribing to wgc productions on patreon and you can follow us at with good co on instagram and twitter and at wgc productions on tumblr and facebook